This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. As a kid, I would always try to find a shortcut, an easy way to do something, whether it was clean my room or figure out how to get through school. Matter of fact, uh, when I got to college, I purposefully majored in English because I love to read and write, and I thought that would be my easiest route to get from point A to point B. I wasn't wrong, but my interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson, astrophysicist at the Hayton Planetarium, uh, who also apparently has a new word in the dictionary that he created, (laughs) I had a conversation with him recently, and he not just challenged me, it was a great opportunity to have a discussion with somebody about plowing through the hard things because I made an assumption I made an assumption that Neil deGrasse Tyson because he is a brilliant mind must have always been good at math and science and he corrected me and what you'll hear is our conversation about doing the hard thing mastering the hard thing and maybe not mastering it but doing it anyway until you get proficient at it because it's that muscle that you build that will propel you through life in a way that is unmatched. In a way, as he points out, you'll look around and you'll be the only person at the top of a pyramid. And that's what I want for everyone listening. And if you have children in particular, share this with them. If you have kids that are in high school in your life, share this podcast with them because I think it is life-changing. Up next, a discussion I had with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you for joining me. I hope you Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. So I was sitting in the planetarium theater, and the lights dim, and the stars come out, and it's, I was starstruck by it. And I've never been the same. And I, uh, It took me two years to realize you can do that as a grown-up. As a profession? As a profession. So from age 11 onward, I had an answer to that annoying question that adults always ask kids, which is? What are you going to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I said astrophysicist. And that usually stopped the conversation. Because most people didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah, if you said, I want to be a lawyer, oh, Aunt Betty's a lawyer. You know, you got, there's always some comeback on it. No one had a comeback on that. So then I realized it must be a rare profession. And if there's a part, I had a delusional moment when I thought to myself, the universe is so amazing, everyone's going to want to study the universe. So then there'd be no room for me to study it. Then I realized most people don't even know it's something to study. Right. And so I felt fortunate that I had that kind of exposure at that time in my life. Because it also requires that you're good at science, right? I wouldn't put it that way. It requires that you need a commitment to study and learn science. The way you said that, it's as though you're either good or you're not. Well, there are plenty of things I was not good at that I studied hard because I wanted to be good at it. Like what? Um, When I first encountered calculus, for example. I was in high school. And I remembered the calculus. This is, this is a, a pivotal moment in my life. For those who don't otherwise know, calculus is more harder compared with algebra than algebra is compared with arithmetic. Okay? So it's not just slightly more. It's like other stuff is happening conceptually, philosophically, representationally. It invokes half the Greek alphabet in addition to the regular letters you know about in your own alphabet. And I had this calculus book given on the first week of class. And you open up to the front flap, and there's a list of equations. And on the back flap, equations fill both sides of the page. And I looked at it and I say, 
I don't know what I'm looking at. These squiggly lines, nothing made any sense at all. And I said, I will never be good at this. I'll never be an astrophysicist. This is the end. And I said, well, let me just try. So week after week, I would learn more calculus. What was your process? Because there was no Google, no YouTube. No, no, no Google. No... Right, right. But I, I didn't know there was no Google. There was just no Google, right? right. It's not like other people like Google and I didn't. No, no. Right. So I'm just Today saying. Today kids can go to YouTube. No, and... I just started reading the pages and rereading them and practicing and practicing some more. And I got a supplemental book to help. The equivalent of t today would be Calculus for Dummies. I found other calculus books to help you do this. And as the days went by and the weeks, the fog dissipated. Hey, I'm so excited to welcome Bombas to my podcast. These bomb ass socks, you know I call them the bomb ass socks because they're the best socks in the world, but also they're the most conscious sock makers in the world. Did you know that socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters? Well, Bombas is on a mission to change that. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet, and for every pair you buy, Bombas donates to someone in need. These are special socks designed with comfort, innovations, colors, patterns, lengths, and styles. Bombas are perfect for the whole family. They even have kid sizes. And when you get your hands on a pair of Bombas socks, or better yet, your feet, your feet will thank you. They've donated more than 20 million pairs because for every pair you purchase, they donate to someone in need. These are made with super soft natural cotton. Every pair is designed with an art support, a seamless toe, a cushioned footbed that's supportive but not too thick. They even have new merino wool socks designed to be breathable, dry, and never itchy with just the right amount of thickness and with tons of colors and patterns and lengths and styles. Bombas also makes the perfect gift. So go get you a pair because every pair you buy, somebody will thank you out there and save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash Karen. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Karen, K-A-R-E-N. Save 20%. Go get those socks today. And one by one, those equations became real to me. I say, hey, I need that equation to solve this. Hey, I know what that means. There's a squiggly line. I love that squiggly line. And that was lesson for me that in life, a first encounter with something, no matter how intractable it may seem in that moment, if you care about it, should not be what stops you or reverses you in your tracks. In fact, why don't you use it as an excuse to double down on how much energy you want to invest in it? Mm. And what is it that people do in college? You take a class that's easy so that you can boost your GPA. Well, wait a minute. Then when you graduate, You've taken classes that other people have taken that also got high scores in. So now how am I going to distinguish you from the others? I can't because you all took easy classes. It's when you take the hard class. But why is it hard? Because not as many people take it. It's harder Statistics, to do well yeah. in it. Yeah. So as you take harder and harder classes, you ascend a pyramid. And by the time you're done, you look around and you say, and no one else is around you because you've achieved things that others have not without regard to your GPA. And people then, beat a path, people then beat a path to your door because you can solve problems that others can't even dream of. You are talking about the elusive uh, key to success. But the thing most people aren't willing to do is to keep going when it's hard. And that is something that is not encoded in your GPA. Okay, It is grit. It is what happens if you fail. Will you come back stronger than you were before? There's the, that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's kind of true. 
all right, and provided you return to it and stay at it. Go to any successful person and say, tell me about your failures. They'll talk your ear off for days about all their failures. That was Neil deGrasse Tyson. And yeah, we should all just keep pushing even when it's tough because that's where you build the muscles for success. All right, let me know what you think about this. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter and you can hear the whole entire interview on SiriusXM Urban View Channel 126. We're talking powers and becomes action. So get the app, download the SiriusXM app, search for Karen Hunter and start listening to my show three to six live or you can catch it on demand. Also, also follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast so I can search for your comments and your questions. And I appreciate your support. So share this podcast with at least 10 people. As I said, if you got young people in your life or even older people, because I learned something listening, uh, share this. Share it with 10 people in your life. And I really appreciate the support. I thank you immensely. Till next time. <laughs>